0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobs.com for money saver tire and service deals today. Dobbs with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Waino is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor.
1: I prepared for that last game with to prepare to go into that thinking I had three more starts, you know, and uh, I think what actually happened was I won the the last game that i could have won he
2: got him 87 and sinking wainwright has his third strikeout he's got four shutout innings under his belt popped him up And is out adam wainwright welcome to the 200 win club
1: but this year um this year pitching is is officially done Three, four,
3: four.
2: That is the voice of Adam Wainwright, who joins Brooke Grimsley and Carrie Davis and Randy Kerricker now on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Adam, of course, the great Cardinal right-hander and the founder of Big League Impact. And Adam, first of all, good morning. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Randy. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. And congratulations on a great pitching career. And uh, I-, I said, once you got to 200, I said, man, what a great way to go out. Was there any thought, and it doesn't sound like there was a physical ability, on your part to pitch again after you got to 200?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And a lot of people wanted me to be done it, including my teammates and staff. And they're like, dude, it just doesn't get better, you know? And I'm I'm thinking, what happens if I throw no hitter next
0: time? You know, like, <laughs> be yeah.
1: I said that to Steven Matz. I go, dude, he goes, dude, just, just, that's it, man. That was good. you like, you don't have to prove anything else. And I go, dude, look, I've got two more starts, right? They're paying me to have two more starts. I've, I've told mm-hmm. them I would. I would pitch this whole season. I've, You know, I feel like I've let them down a lot of different ways and, you know, um, I pitched good last game and the time before that against two really good teams. And I feel like, you know, if I can, I should because that's just a setting a good example. You know, like, I, I just didn't want it to be, I got my number, congratulations to me, you know, I'll see y'all later, hope you have a good rest of the year. I, I didn't want it to, to be like that, you know, and, and, uh, and so it wasn't like that because I fought you know, to uh, to try to go back out there. And <laughs> I think <mean, laughs> Ollie even went out. Ollie, Ollie pulled me in the office the other day. He goes, hey, look, I think you made your last pitch. Like, I, I don't – there's nothing else you need to do. We know you're you're hurt, and it's it looks like it's, you know, hurting worse now. And I said, hey, let's just – just let me play catch. Just don't make any decisions. Just let me go out there and play catch one more time. And, and you know, we just don't need to jump the gun on this, right? Like, what's the rush? And so uh, I went out and and tried to play catch, and he's he's looking at me and he's just dying laughing. And I said, "What?" And he's like, "Dude, it. I can tell it's horrible. Like it just is, it's not good, right?" And I'm like, "Hey, I've got through worse, you know." And he's like, "But that's the point. Like, why do you want to get through worse? Like, you don't need to try to do this anymore. Like, it's good." And I'm like. Ollie, like just just wait a second. It Might loosen up, you know. I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I just not a quitter, man. Like I just, you know, and I don't want to start that precedent now. And uh, I didn't want our young guys to look at me and, and, and resent that. And and uh, I had to, I at least had to try, you know. And um, it's just, it's, it's <laughs> no matter what I think, you know, it just didn't work. Like my arm, I got done. I got I got up to like sixty feet, and the ball looked like I was throwing rainbows in there and I can't get my hand above my shoulder barely. And so I'm going, all right, what does that look like? I wonder. And I look over and I go, Hey, what does that look like to our bullpen coach? And he goes, yeah, you've been better before.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're at peace though with this decision, right?
1: Well, because I, you know, if, because I tried, you know, I, I tried to do it and I couldn't do it. And there's no way I could have made my last start. Uh, It's just no possible way I could have done it. You know, I would have loved to have, and and no matter what anyone else thought, like, oh, all right, he got his number, get him out of there, like whatever. That, I wasn't listening to any of that. I had a job to do and the job wasn't over yet. And, and it wasn't going to like time to go home until the job was done, you know, and, uh, and, and so, I had to at least try for for my own sanity, for my own personal, you know. Looking back on it, going, did I leave everything I had out there? <laughs> and you know what, man? Like I literally, I literally left every single thing that I had out there.
0: Adam, I was googling some things, and and I read that you and Kwame Brown went to middle school and grade school together. Former first round pick of the uh, Washington Widger- Wizards.
1: Yeah, in elementary school. In yep.
0: elementary school. Yep. So mm-hmm. back back in Georgia, if I were to tell you, you're sitting there with Kwame, you all are just discussing life. If I were to tell you that that 12 year old young man, you're gonna pay, play 18 years in the major leagues uh, for one organization, what would you have said?
1: Um, well, if you told me that we both would have done that, I'd have believed I would have done it. I wouldn't believe you would have done it. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty cocky as a kid, but, um, no, the, the thing about Kwame was, Kwame was, you know, Kwame wasn't, Kwame was one grade below me and, uh, Kwame and I played a lot of basketball together and, and Kwame was about my height, maybe one inch taller than me. And then, you know, I was growing two inches a year from eighth grade on. I grew two inches every year. And I don't know how many inches a year that dude grew, but Kwame, <laughs> Kwame and I were the same height in eighth grade. And then when when I went to when I went to freshman year and he was in eighth grade, you know I was I was six one, and uh, all of a sudden he was six three in eighth grade. And then next year I was six three, and all of a sudden he was six four, six five, and I'm like, dang, this dude. Because you know, his brother Tarek was about six five, six six, and his brother Tabari was uh, six seven or six eight, and played basketball at Jackson, Jacksonville University. And and his little brother Hakeem played football for us, uh, running back and linebacker, big strong guy, not as tall but big strong guy. Um, and then you know when I by the time I got to my senior year, Kwame was shoot, he was six ten, six eleven and uh, you know, had just man strength already and was like, whoa dude. Mm-hmm. Looking back on it, he was always he was always really strong. I mean eighth, eighth grade I didn't have a muscle on me and he had I remember him lifting me up over his head just juicing <laughs> around. He, I was like, Oh my goodness That family was really, really athletic too. There was just uh just good genes over there.
2: Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. And, Adam, as you know, and you've handled the tough questions here on the show over the years, and we really do appreciate you confronting some of the big issues facing <laughs> America and uh, and our world. Um, so what's your take on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift?
3: <laughs>
1: I saw a funny picture, too, of, uh, of, of Swift and Kelsey from the Eagles standing next to each other, and somebody says, wait. These guys are dating. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, look, I I think you know I'm always rooting for people who are in the limelight. Like I'm like since I've been a kid, Jennifer Aniston was always my my number one girl. Like I couldn't you know I I just couldn't fathom the idea of her not having a husband. Right? Like it just broke my heart kind of because she seemed like such a sweetie and so beautiful. And in the same way with Taylor, you know she was she's 32, 33, something like that. And uh, she's an absolute rock star, top of her game, you know, selling out stadiums. I think she even turned down the Super Bowl because, um, like, every show she, she does is, like, as big as a Super Bowl. So it's like, you know, who cares? But um, And then you got Kelsey, who's about the same age and top of his game and huge studs, Super Bowl champ, and best tight end in the game by far. And I'm thinking, yeah. That makes sense to me. Like, those are two great-looking, good-looking people and two huge studs. Like, why not do that? You know how I think? Did you see the video of how she might have got out of the suite the other day?
3: Yes. We were talking about that earlier. Popcorn machine, right?
1: She was 100% inside that popcorn
3: machine. (laughs) (laughs) She had to have been, right?
1: Yeah. And so next time they got to do a Deke move and put her, you know, not put her in this popcorn machine and wheel her out of there and get everyone to follow the popcorn machine. They can wheel her out the back.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that kind of plays into a little bit of somebody else is having a concert this weekend. Right. Um, I think it might be you. So this will be a big weekend for you. Kind of a preview of life after baseball. Right. As you get ready for your concert this weekend, where are the nerves and feelings going into that?
1: Well, good thing Taylor, you know, found a man before that, because then I don't, you know, I just don't want her to watch me and come knock on the door. I'm married. <laughs> I got
0: five um, you kids. Know. Um,
1: no, I, I, the nerves will be there for sure. I mean, I was, you know, just in the hotel room practicing on like about quarter volume last night. Just, you know, you get into those moments, and uh, the things that you've practiced and sang and played a lot when you look up at the crowd, you know, you might forget the words or something and you're like, Oh my gosh. And that was the same way with the anthem. I was like, my main thing is I, dude, I've heard this anthem every day of my life for the last 24 years. It's like, don't forget the anthem words. Right. So, um, got through that. So I I feel like I'm, I'm going to get through it, but I also feel like I'm going to be shaking nervous, uh, because, um, that's a little outside my limit to just jump into 50,000 people, but we'll, we'll see, man. Like I've, you know, I've performed in front of our great crowd for a long time. Um, but, I always had a baseball in my hand. Maybe I'll go out there with a baseball in my hand and maybe that'll make me feel more
0: normal. (laughs) Adam, when we were in the locker room every year, Hines Ward, around week 12, 13, would just start shouting through the locker room, hey, end of the season, make sure you all are saving your checks. We don't have them, but a few left. uh, You're coming towards Mm -hmm. the end of the season, end of a career. What what parting advice do you have for some of those younger players uh, as they continue on for 2024 and, and the rest of their careers?
1: I think it's kind of the opposite almost. Um, I'm always preaching to our guys, especially lately, like, hey, make sure you take care of these guys who are taking care of you in the clubhouse. You know, make these clubhouse attendants that are running to your car left and right and hustling left and right, washing your underwear and your smelly socks and, (laughs) you know, cleaning off your stinky shoes and all that stuff. Make sure you're taking care of them and the guy that's, giving you a massage every single day of the whole season. I'm like, dude, hey, you tipping this guy, man? Like, I had a conversation with one of our guys the other day. Hey, you tipping this guy? Because, you know, if you are going to a spa to get a massage, as many times as you get a massage, like, <laughs> you better be tipping this guy, right? And so, like, same thing with our training staff and all our chefs who did such a good job. And, you know, it's uh, it's just important to take care of people. Um, otherwise, I think, you know, just making sure they they, they take the time to – to prepare, you know, make sure you go into every each and every outing and every game prepared and make sure you're you're uh, you're, you're working hard, at least hard enough when you look back and you go, man, I wish I would have just worked a little bit harder in this. Like, never have that regret. You know, those are the things I'm always preaching, but um, the money, you know, if you play well, the money will take care of itself.
2: Adam, I don't know if you've gone this far yet. I know you've done a lot of reflecting, but and you have more reflecting to do. But in your baseball career from the time you were drafted by the Braves until today what are you most proud of? And this can be on or off the field.
1: Uh well certainly um proud of my family and proud of proud of uh my kiddos for growing up like they are and proud of my wife for being such a champion for for me and my kids and my career and, um, proud of, proud of the charity work we've been able to accomplish. And, you know, still somebody asked me yesterday, like, is big league impact going to go away now that you're done? I'm like, dude, no, that doesn't die with me, man. That's, that's off and running. We, we just set it in motion. And they're certainly proud of some of those things, Roberto Clemente award coming with it. You know, that, that's the thing I I'm really going to remember. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as personally, on the field there's there's a lot of things that that i feel like i i did to the best i possibly could and there's some things i feel like gosh i wish i could go back and just play that season one more time the way i felt i should have done better and but you know i have no regrets um no regrets at all and and everything that that happened or or didn't happen led me to exactly where i'm at right now and and uh, just i feel nothing but blessed to be able to do it in st louis is for as long as i have and got to play catch to the best catcher of all time for a long time. I've always said that'll be one of the things I'm the most proud of, and and that that hasn't changed today.
3: Well, and as we mentioned earlier, we know that you threw your final pitch, but I think a lot of people want to know, and I know you were asked a lot about this yesterday, will we see you at the plate this weekend? If you could just give us maybe a percentage or just the feeling of it, what what are you thinking?
1: I think that there is a strong possibility that you will see me in the plate if <laughs> the situation presents itself. You know, um, if the Reds are coming out in the final moment, still fighting for playoffs, I don't know if they still are. I think they are. Um, and uh, the right moment presents itself, then it would be cool. And I think it's very, very possible. Um, you know, they got a position player on the mound, that would be even better. I feel like I could take that guy deep for sure
3: uh,
1: <laughs> no i'm just kidding i, I don't know i, I think it's a, a strong possibility that the fans will get to see me out on the field at least one more time
2: love to hear that hey what are you going to be doing next week the, the regular season ends for you and uh so what what are you going to do adam wayne right
1: i will be on tv again um my wife joked the other day like yeah you just one job for almost your whole life, and now you're just going to jump right into another job. Great, lucky me. Um, I will be uh, broadcasting the ALDS. Um, so on what network? Yeah, with Fox.
2: Beautiful. Good. And you've kind of built a little little home there over the last few years, haven't you?
1: Yeah. This will be the third time I've done it with them. They asked me to do it last year too, um, and I had I had I had some almost with uh, some other organizations TBS and uh MLB network and ESPN but they you know they those guys book their their playoff groups way in advance i think they were counting on me once we started kind of getting out of the the playoffs, I think they were kind of holding a spot for me, which I appreciate it, Fox. That's awesome.
2: Hey, Adam, uh, I've told you this before, but it it means a lot to me now because I just turned 61. I've lived my entire life in St. Louis, and I spent my entire life as a Cardinal fan, and I asked you what makes you proud. I am so proud that you have represented my favorite franchise and my city so well. It's amazing what you've done for St. Louis and for the Cardinals. And I am so proud that you spent your career with the birds on the bat.
1: Yeah, thank you, Randy. I, I am too. And um just uh, you know, getting traded to the Cardinals in two thousand the end of two thousand three before the two thousand four four season, that is uh <clears throat> that's something that will always go down as one of the highlights of my life and one of the the turning points for me that, that it ended up being just one of the best things that could have ever happened. I mean, it just couldn't have been, I could have been traded to 29 other teams and luckily I was 28 other teams and luckily I was traded to um, maybe the best organization from top to bottom my entire career that there's, that there's ever been. I mean, I just uh, couldn't be more proud to be a Cardinal. Couldn't have couldn't have worked out better for me. Couldn't have worked out, you know. I feel like it worked out for the team too. So it's a great, great relationship we've had over the years. And and uh, I just, you know, like you said, man, I'm proud to have, have called this home. I, I get, I get a lot of comments from people who are, who are probably about, you know, close to thirty, twenty, low twenties, mid twenties, and almost up to thirty. Um, they say. Look, I, I don't remember the Cardinals without you <clears throat> without you being on it. So i um, glad to have been here for, for as long as I have to to share memories with a lot of people, for sure.
2: Enjoy this last trip and have a great uh, homestand. It's going to be so fun to thank you over the course of the weekend. We'll see you on Sunday. And, uh, again, thanks for all you've done for us here on the opening drive and w- with Michelle and I over the last few years when it was Carriker and Smallman. And I know that we'll be talking in the future.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks, thanks for always hosting me on Wednesdays with bueno This might be the final Wednesdays with Wayno ever. So um, appreciate the time, and, and also thanks to Rawlings and Valley Sports and Boondocks Pub, and, oh, and Patios um, for for all the for opening the doors and, and making big league impact. Just be very successful this year. We've had a great year, and it's thanks to a lot of people like them and like you, Randy, and and uh, and your team over there, and. Um, y'all just do a great job, and you've you've you you were look, and you were gentle to me this year when times you could have not been. So, <laughs> so I appreciate that also, man. Y'all, I, I've loved y'all, and it seems like um, y'all were always great to me. So, thanks so much.
2: You got it. Thanks, Adam. Take care. Have a great day. Adam Wainwright, Wednesdays with Waino on 101 ESPN. We'll have another Wednesdays with Waino, I promise. It,
3: we'll make it happen. Yeah,
2: he'll, because he, he's still going to do, we're still going to do the fantasy football. I didn't even mention, he, he, he talked about being gentle. He's 0-3. So I, <laughs> uh, oh, wow. So, yeah, I didn't, wow. didn't want to bring that up. But, uh, wow. he, he's still going to do the fantasy football with Big League Impact. He's still going to mm-hmm. do Swing for Impact over at Top Golf. So we'll be talking to Adam, and it's, uh, I don't know if that had been made official yet, but he will be on Fox. That's where he'll be doing his television for the foreseeable future. And he's told us before, he's going to be doing games during the regular season too. Yeah. So so now you know via radio.